1: or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs Head Coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee, the world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey,
2: this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Schwingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danan Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now, let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger.
0: Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis.
3: Yeah! Yeah! We're doing this tonight. Good evening, everybody. The doors to the kingdom are open. We're at the High V, one of my favorite locations at 95th and Antioch. And this is a sellout crowd celebrating an incredible victory for the Chiefs. Okay, coming into the weekend, we knew that it could be a huge weekend, but there was a whole checklist of things to do. Now, we have a huge crowd here tonight. We're gonna see if we got everything checked off the list. You ready for this? Okay, first of all, for this weekend to be really good, the Raiders had to lose. Check. Let's see, the Broncos had to lose. Check. Let's see. The Chargers had to lose. Yeah. Check. Let's see. The Bills had to lose. Yeah. Check. In crazy fashion. All they needs a quarterback sneak. Nope, guess not. And the Chiefs had to win. Yeah. yeah. Check. That all was huge and perfect. Absolutely. It was a perfect uh, National Football League weekend for the Chiefs' kingdom for all of that to happen and the Chiefs winning over the Jacksonville Jaguars, 27-17. to 17. Awesome to be with Russ and the folks here tonight uh, at this location at 95th and Antioch in Overland Park. A reminder, you can score big savings with Hy-Vee and the Chiefs The day after a game, the night after a game, this is still rolling. A lot of you shop after the show. Uh, The more the Chiefs score, the more you save. 27 points yesterday against the Jaguars. That means you can save $0.27 a gallon with any $27 purchase. The more you score, the more you save with the Kansas City Chiefs. We've got a big show uh, planned for you tonight. Because our special guest, we're going to hear from Big Red here, an exclusive interview in just a second. Uh, We had Dan Israel chase him down. And so we've got Big Red uh, to talk about last night's game and then get ready for the game against the Chargers. We're going right back to Sunday Night Football uh, on the road this week at the Chargers. Uh, But something new is starting to happen now in the Chiefs' kingdom, on the Chiefs' kingdom show. Because we have the largest network in the National Football League, Hundreds of thousands of people listen uh, all throughout our great network. But we're also starting connecting with the shows here live. They're also going out via different ways to their friends. In Arizona is one location tonight that is hooked up to us uh, because they are watching Facebook Messenger. There's another group in Maine that is watching tonight on Facebook Live. And I want to give a special shout-out to maybe one of the – Maybe the biggest Chiefs fan of all time. He is 92 years young. We have connected with them on FaceTime. They've got a special group together in a town called Ipswich, South Dakota. Wow. Ipswich, South Dakota, not far from Aberdeen. And his name is Benny Thayers. Benny Thayers is 92 years young. He has been a Chiefs fan Ever since the Chiefs became the Chiefs, moving here from the Dallas Texans in 1963. He was 33 years old, I think, when that happened. But let's give a big cheer and a shout-out to Benny Thares in Ipswich, South Dakota. No bigger or better Chiefs fan than Benny in South Dakota, but we say... Hi, also to our fans that are with us tonight in Arizona and Maine, and of course, all of our fans here that are with us live at the show at 95th and Antioch at this high V. Okay, we've got a special guest after Coach Reed. With us tonight is a fascinating young man. We picked him up in the first round at a Purdue University. He is from the country of Greece. With us tonight, he had a big game yesterday. George Karloftis is here tonight. So we got a lot to do, everybody. We got a lot to do, but the main thing is we got to get ready to beat the Chargers, because if we can get that done, it would be huge. But when you get a defense yesterday that shuts down Travis Etienne, who's an outstanding young running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had had a 100 plus yards of total offense in four consecutive weeks, and comes in here and gets 51 yards, you were able to put the hammer down, baby. We're taking a hammer out to the West Coast this week, and we're going to get it started tonight. So when we come back, we'll hear from head coach Andy Reid. Later in the show, George Karloftis. Hello to the folks in South Dakota, Arizona, and Maine, and throughout this vast listening audience on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. We'll be back with all of that after this on the largest network in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. (laughs)
1: Now back to Mitch Holtus and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers.
3: First down and goal to go at the six, three forty-two to go, first quarter, no score. Mahomes, Pacheco, they fake a jet action. Mahomes wants to throw the ball, slings it wide open, right side. Kadarius Tony walks the tightrope and is hopping into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City! Is it football or gymnastics? Kadarius Tony lands it for a gold medal, and his first National Football League touchdown. Welcome back to the hy V at 95th and Antioch in Overland Park. We're going to have to start doing the kingdom hop for Kadarius Toney, the one-legged hop into the end zone. I said, like, is it gymnastics or is it football? But, wow, what balance and athleticism in Kadarius Toney has fit right in. We got some new folks out here tonight. Casey Warriors here for the very first time ever. Yes, representing St- Sophie Bug is back. Uh, Queen Esther's back to make an appearance with the Armenian Council. Anyway, we got a lot of fun and a lot of action going on. And a new fan, I don't know who you are, but we'll get you mentioned here in a second. But anyway, uh, just a reminder. I don't, have you guys tried this Kingdom Bundle? Uh, Russ, do you guys have it? You got the Kingdom Bundle here, I think. It's amazing. Check this out. The Kingdom Bundle, uh, because it is... we. We're doing this at our place. Four burgers, four chops, uh, four brats, four chicken breasts, all for just 30 bucks. So check out the Kingdom Bundle. Great for your tailgate uh, for any level. High school, college, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs getting ready. A reminder, Sunday night football. This game has been flexed a Sunday night this week against the Chargers. So later in the show, George Karloftis will be my guest. But... You're going to get your chance to get a picture taken with George for the folks here in the live audience. Let's go now. Dan Israel had a chance to catch up with head coach Andy Reid earlier today.
4: Thank you, Mitch. Coach, good evening. Before we get into our guys, your thoughts on how much Doug Peterson has accomplished in a very short time as the Jaguars head coach?
5: Oh, he's done a great job. Um, you can see by their energy level, their execution, um, that they have a good thing going. It's just a matter of time. So he's got a lot of young players. He's got the quarterback headed in the right direction, and uh, he's got a good young running back, So, and their, their defense is stout.
4: It was great to see him, but uh, also Jaguars fans have to be encouraged by the progress he's making. For the Chiefs yesterday, you got the running game going. Chiefs, 155 yards of rushing, better than 5.5 a, a carry, and Isaiah Pacheco with 82 of those, including this one.
3: No score, 6-10 to go in the first quarter. This will be the second possession for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Isaiah Pacheco fumbled inside the 10 on the last drive. The Chiefs were going in to take the lead. Long count this time. Pacheco gets it on a first down off guard run. 25 yard line across the 30. All right. Pacheco just fumbled. Put him right back on the horse and let him ride. And he rides for 13 yards to the near sideline.
4: After the fumble, Pacheco just seemed to be I got to get more explosive and determined.
5: He did a nice job. You know, except you take the fumble away and everything else was a good production. So, um, and we'll keep building on that so he, he um there's some things he can learn from from it where he might even have gotten a little couple more yards so but he sure runs hard and he's got a great attitude
4: yeah and he's young and he's only getting bitter every week i love that uh the jaguars defense today also had to deal with seven carries 39 yards from number 15
3: they're down for the chiefs and eight from their own 22 Anderson, he's been outstanding second and third down conversions this year. Pressure to the left of Mahomes. He's in trouble. Scrambles left, room to run. 25-yard line at the 30. 35 continues on the angle and out of bounds in front of Doug Peterson. But a 19-yard scramble by Mahomes, more of the same that we saw last week.
4: How does that change a defense when they have to defend the quarterback and his ability to just tuck it and run?
5: Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, they do. Um, He's not fast, but he knows when and how to do it. And... um, and does a real good job. He's got a good feel just for the, for the thing.
4: Scary helmet to helmet hit early in the game on Juju Smith-Schuster. He headed to the locker room in the concussion protocol. And, it, oh, man, as as wicked as that hit looked, Coach, it was really good to see him walking around in the locker room after the game. But I, I know that's something you guys will watch this week. But I want to talk to you about Kadarius Toney. Two and a half weeks ago, Kadarius Tony was a New York Giant. This is a kid you were very interested in in the draft. The Giants took him before you were able Then the opportunity to bring him here comes together. Last week, he dips his toes into the playbook. This week, he gets his first touchdown.
3: First down and goal to go at the 6. 3.42 to go. First quarter, no score. Mahomes, Pacheco. They fake a jet action. Mahomes wants to throw the ball. Slings it wide open right side. Kadarius, Tony walks the tightrope and is Hopping into the end zone, touchdown, Kansas City. Is it football or gymnastics? Kadarius Toney lands it for a gold medal and his first National Football League touchdown.
4: Yeah, he kind of had to fight his momentum from going out of bounds, but he was so open, the locker room never would have let him live it down if he hadn't scored. But Tony yesterday, five targets for 57 yards, receiving 33 on the ground, over 100 yards all-purpose yesterday for Kadarius Tony, plus that touchdown touchdown. He's become an impact player very quickly.
5: Yeah, well, first of all, he's a real smart kid. Second, he loves to play. And uh, so he's been anxious to get a couple of plays in, but, um, but with a great attitude. So we, were, we gave him a few more things this week than we did last week. Then we had some guys get banged up. So now he was really forced in there to play quite a little bit. But um, he did a, he did a nice job, I thought
4: alongside Tony Marquez Valdez Scantling with a touchdown Noah Gray with a touchdown good to see both of them reach the end zone and then there's Travis Kelsey coach seems like every team we play every week we play the opponent's goal is to take Travis Kelsey out of the game yesterday he caught glimpse of daylight a couple of times and of course he did exactly what the Jags didn't want him to do he converted third downs and he scored a touchdown
3: second down goal to go at the six chiefs are spread three wide left and a triangle two to the right now Mahomes fires, Kelsey, quick touchdown, Kansas City, a fourth touchdown pass by Patrick Mahomes, this time to Kelsey, his buddy for seven yards, sweet nectar of the end zone and the Chiefs lead 26
4: to 10. Travis Kelsey's just a battle-tested warrior at this point, but it doesn't matter what people try to do to him, how they try to cover him, he somehow manages to find a way open.
5: Yeah, he did, they were, they were banging him around pretty good and... um uh, and he fought through it, kept a good attitude with it, and um, you know he—he listen—he he's—he's a good one, <laughs> say the least.
4: Let's turn to your defense. For the last six and a half quarters of football, they've gotten extremely stingy on the run game. They held King Henry and the Titans to a dismal second half and overtime last week. Then yesterday, they they hold the Jags to 75 yards, ETN just 45 yards. Third down efficiency for the Jags just twenty eight percent coach chiefs allowed only four conversions in fourteen attempts
5: they're listen they're playing hard aggressive that young secondary's doing a nice job too uh, of attacking and uh you know we've got good tacklers right now at that linebacker spot that are are doing a nice job so um and then the front um you know you've got Carlos who's come in there and helped out and with some senior leadership chris is now a senior in there um with good leadership and so uh, they all get George going and fired up, and uh, he's playing hard. And you know your inside guys are doing a nice job. And Mike Danna, who gets no credit at all, is just a good solid football player, man.
4: Yeah, very good to have him back. Colin Saunders been great. He's been a beast all year long as well. Uh, you mentioned Carlos Dunlap yesterday. He hit a milestone.
3: Third down and seven for the Jags. Right hash. Trailing 7 to nothing, Chiefs are blitzing again. They come on big-time pressure. Carlos Dunlap comes in for the sack. That is sack number 100 for the 13-year veteran. Only one of eight active NFL players with 100 sacks. Dunlap was smelling it, and he completes the sack.
4: Brett Veach does such a great job finding these veterans that can come in and contribute not only on the field, but kind of become those locker room leaders.
5: Yeah, so um, that, that's a phenomenal deal, to, uh, uh, feat <laughs> to get. Um, and hes still he keeps himself in great shape. he's very intelligent, um, and he plays hard. And so it's, a, it's good for our young guys to see that and how he does it, but you know what my heck goes off to him. I've had to coach against him, and that was no fun, and I'm glad he's on our team now.
4: bit of a chilly game yesterday, but fans turned out in full support.
5: Fans were unbelievable. Our, our fans are. They are, they are crazy, man. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to listen to and watch.
4: There is no place like home for sure. Unfortunately, you're on the road next week. The league has flexed us to Sunday night football. It's nothing like an epic division showdown in prime time as a, as a reward for your success. Have a great week of preparation, and good luck against the Bolts next week, Coach.
5: All right. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it.
4: He is the head coach of the AFC's number one team right now, the 7-2 and two Kansas City Chiefs. He's Big Red, Mitch.
3: Yep, and Big Red with us tonight. He always says, "Say hi to the Redheads." Uh, we got Renee, super fan here tonight too. It's awesome. Say hi to the Redheads; they're here. Uh, so it's awesome to have all of you out. A huge crowd here tonight at High V. So a reminder too with High uh, V: check out the QR code because you can get huge savings right um, at the High uh, V QR code. So make sure you check that out. Also, barbecue and Zarda, the Chiefs. Uh, and also Lojerius Snead are working with this uh, takeaway sandwich all season long cheer on the Chiefs with the delicious KC takeaway sandwich and fries at High V. So check out when you're in High V the takeaway sandwich look for the Lojerius Snead defensive back display. When we come back we will have Chiefs rookie George Carloftus who will join me after this you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.
1: Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom show presented by bad boy mowers.
3: No three to go first half. Pacheco stays in hands on his knees. They fake him this time does Mahomes steps up into the pocket fires for the end zone wide open touchdown Marquez Valdez scantling and tosses the ball up in the air after an 18 yard touchdown reception the Jaguars lose MVS and pay. Welcome back to our Chiefs Kingdom show tonight. One of our favorite locations, the High V at 95th in Antioch. It has been a historic location for us uh, down through the years, and we're making more history tonight as tonight we get ready to take on the Chargers uh, and try to make a real gash in the lead in this uh, AFC West. Uh, reminder you can score with the savings at High V. The Chiefs, the more they score, the more you save. Uh, we got to get something for the defense in this, George. 27 cents a gallon with a $27 purchase with the Chiefs scoring 27 points. The more you score, the more we save. Also a shout-out tonight, not only our live audience here and our hundreds of thousands of folks listening uh, on the largest network in the National Football League, but also our new Chiefs' kingdom thing to do, and that is our watch and listen partner. South Dakota tonight, also Arizona and Maine are all checking in tonight, uh, various ways like Zoom, Skype, Google Meet, shoot, FaceTime. Anyway, you have a treat tonight because a remarkable young man, and we are blessed, we were blessed to be able to draft him in the first round this year. And the late Lynn Dawson always used to love to talk about Purdue University, where we've got another Boilermaker. Ladies and gentlemen, number 56, George Carlathas. And welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom show, my friend. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. It is awesome to have you here. Let's talk about this game yesterday a bit because to me, uh, in watching video of watching Travis Etienne in the four or five weeks before he played us, I go, okay, this guy's going to be a challenge. What about mitigating or shutting him down yesterday?
6: Yeah, you know, uh, going into the game that was one of our primary objectives was to stop the run game and, you know, make them have to pass the ball. You know, I think we we did that, you know, regardless of the circumstances of the game. You know, at first it was a little bit of a rocky start, uh, but we did a good job stopping the run and eventually just making them one-dimensional and just passing
3: the ball. So uh, I think we executed the game plan pretty well. I've always said, too, one of the more devastating plays that does not get enough credit defensively is the tipped or knocked down pass. Because when you watch the video, you see, oh, there's a dude wide open at 30 yards. He's never going to get the ball because the pass got tipped and knocked down. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you our guest tonight that had two passes <laughs> knocked down early in that game. <laughs> what was going on, my friend? Let's, go, let's take the, both of them. Let's go with the
6: first one. What happened? Well, they are both pretty similar plays. You know, uh, they are both passing plays, obviously. And we had a little bit of a stunt going on, a twist between me and uh, Mike Dana on both of them and, you know, uh, didn't work out how he wanted it to. And then at a certain point, it's like, all right, the quarterback's going to get rid of the ball. So you got to get your hands up and hopefully block a pass. And that's what happened, you know, so
3: that was great. So was it just instinctive or you're thinking, okay, it didn't happen. This is like you knew it didn't happen on the twist, like in a fraction of a second. Like,
6: Yeah, it's, it's almost like second nature. I mean, it just, in the, in the speed of the game, it's just like you said, instinctive.
3: So it was instinct. All right, yeah. that's, that's one, knockdown incomplete. Dude's open, doesn't get the ball, never arrives there. Sorry. All right, the next one, what happened?
6: The next one, I came free, and I saw him just – I looked in his eyes. I was like, all right, he's getting rid of it. I better get my hands up. I was going to knock him down if not, and I just batted the ball.
3: <laughs> what was the look in Trevor's eyes when he saw you coming?
6: He was – you know, he didn't – I don't know if he saw me, but he had a wide receiver open. You know, that's usually what happens when a ball's tipped or deflected like that. And, you know, I just – I was able to look in his
3: eyes and see that he's going to have a guy open. I tipped the ball, so – all right, those plays were huge because two open guys never get the ball. See sorry, it's incomplete because George Karloff just knocked down the pass. It's really pretty cool. Uh, when you knock down a pass like that, do you ever see the look of anguish in the quarterback's eyes of like, oh, man, it was there?
6: Yeah, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, are like, dang it, or like something like that, uh, you know, so, like a look of annoyance or, or a sigh or
3: something like that. Um, that's always great to see for a defensive lineman it's so cool to see this rookie class too of which i mean 10 guys on this roster that are rookies come together and it's just what has this been like for you guys collectively because everybody's had their moment jalen watson gets the 99 yard pick six against these guys uh, joshua williams the interception against san francisco we've seen Brand cook um, get, to make a play but it's just been the rookies how has this been for you guys to grow together and just kind of come together and make it happen? It's great. You know, we had a huge rookie class, and, you know, we have a,
6: you know, I know defensively a really young defense, you know, so it's, it's the guys that are a little older, you know, like, like a Nick Bolton or like even like a Chris Jones, like they've taken us under their wing and, you know, groomed us into becoming the best players we can be, you know. And uh, we have like rookie meetings together every Tuesday that are mandatory, and, uh, you know, those, are, those really help us bond and grow together
3: and, you know, bring the best out of each other. I mean, Nick Bolton is old. He's in his second year. I mean, we're talking, yeah. Age-old dude, man. He's just, But, but he's, he seems like he's been in the league 10 years. How smart is that guy? He's very smart, very intelligent, and,
6: you know, he, he can explain stuff to you really well. So he's a, he's a great leader, and I love uh, playing, playing right in front of him.
3: Okay, so I noticed, too, in watching the video, and I wanted to give props tonight to Willie Gay Jr. and to Nick especially, because teams will throw these bubble plays right? A bubble screen. It's just a quick pass. You go out to wide receiver. There's three dudes out there. Two are going to block for one or one for one. And there's, the DBs are out there, but they got to have help. Somebody's got to go screaming out there to help. And how fast are those guys to get out there? Those, Bolt, guys, are, Boltling, what those guys
6: are really fast and really, really smart. You know, they, they, they're able to read the play a lot of time before it even happens, call it out a lot of time, depending on what the, the formation, all that kind of stuff. And you know, they'll tell us, hey, you know, this might be a screen or something like that, and we might be able to get out there a second quicker, you know, just because of that little tip. And those guys, I mean, those guys are really, really
3: fast and really, really smart, just like I said. So those guys are, are great to have playing behind you. Again, a special guest tonight, George Karloftis with us in the Kingdom show tonight. So cool to have you here. But you guys are involved in this too. All right, you see it. Oop, it's, a, it's a pass It's out there in a millisecond you got to play the run first, you got, but then you see it go out there. How much do you have to, go like, click and get out there as fast yeah, as you, you can? Yeah, you got to break. you got to sprint to the ball and, you know, not let up. You know,
6: you see sometimes guys that are, that, are, that are tired and aren't sprinting to the ball. You know, that's when you need a rest. So, you know, for us, just lead the NFL in effort. You know, that's, that's our model, our motto in the defensive line room. And, you know, just sprint to the ball every, every play. You know, if you're tired, get out for a couple and then go back in and give it your all. So,
3: I want to ask you too the help you're getting from Carlos Dunlap because we had him on the Chiefs uh, Rewind show last night after the game. How much has he helped with 13 years' experience to help you guys? Yeah, I mean, for me, Carlos has been
6: awesome. You know, I think our, our game style, our gameplay is pretty similar. You know, so he's been able to take me under his wing a lot, you know, not just on the field but off the field too, teaching me how to be a real pro. Uh, I love that guy, man. He's awesome. You know, he's taught me a lot about the game and he's he's allowed me to grow too, you know. not. Not not just Carlos, too guys, like Frank and like Mike and like Chris, you know they, they've helped me a lot in my development and you know showed me the ropes and uh, helped me grow as a player and as a person
3: too. It was awesome at camp uh, to watch this, and you and I talked about it, but it was like all these dudes were in your ear like every time uh, you would rep OLDL, DL uh, the one on one player two on two, and then you're done, and here comes Frank, and Frank would talk to you, and then here comes Chris, and then come talk to you. Uh, did you ever like Okay, just give me I mean mean—give me a chance to like process it here, because you had a lot of people talking to you. Yeah, you have a lot of
6: people talk to you. Uh, you know, that—that that, that, that still happens. You know, I'm—I'm <laughs> I'm constantly trying to grow. You know, I'm in my first year, and I have a lot of things I can improve on. Uh, you know, but it is a lot. You know, so Chris gave me this piece of advice during my first game preseason in Chicago. He just like when—when when things get overwhelming, just close your eyes and take a deep breath. You know, and that—that that was a great piece of advice. I've used that plenty of times this rookie year, and. Uh, that, that happens every now and then, you know, but those guys really help me. You know, I try to be like a sponge and observe, uh, or absorb everything I can, you know, in, t- in
3: order to grow as a football player when that happens. See, you learn something at the Chiefs Kingdom show all of us can use. When it gets really tough, what, close your eyes. and Just take, take, take a, a deep breath. Take a deep breath. All right, thank you, man. Thanks. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, you have a defensive line coach. This, is, this was fun to watch us at camp. But this dude's like old school. His name's Joe Cullen. Mm-hmm. And he, you think of the, like Mr. Woodcock on the movie, like the PE teacher, you know, chomping on the cigar. That's, that's, what is this guy like? I mean, he's, he, he's, he's full of
6: energy, you know, and he brings the best out of you. You know, he, you know he's going to yell at you, but he's going to bring the best out of you every single day. You know, he's going he's gonna to coach you harder than anyone that I've been coached by. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to bring, bring it the best out of you. You know, and that's, that's all I care about. He's hard on me, and I'm a rookie, and they drafted me, and he was, he's my defensive line coach, you know. So, so they expect a lot out of me,
3: and he's going to do everything he can to bring it, out, bring it out of me too. Again, George Karloftis, our guest tonight. So where would, where would Cullen be in the pecking order here if, okay, you've repped. Uh, here comes Chris. Here comes Frank. Here comes Los. Where's Cullen? Is he last? Is he middle? Is he first? I mean, he's going to get your ear and, like, chomp it off. No, he'll be he'll be the
6: first like every <laughs> every time without a question. I'll I'll hear I'll hear I'll hear from him
3: before anyone and then everyone will start chiming in. Yeah. Okay. So how big is discipline here? Because I'm gonna take this back to last week playing Derrick Henry. And in the first half, King Henry gets out of the gate. Fifty six yard run, twenty some yard run, and Malik Willis was running these RPO zone reads on you guys. Then it got shut down. Twenty three plays in the second half, one first down. I don't think I've seen that in the NFL. Big difference in how much is discipline on the backside. Now it's going away from you. How much have you yeah. had to learn to go, okay, I can't go bent for election because I need to be on the backside.
6: Right. You know, and that, the first half wasn't great defensive. We didn't do a great job stopping the run. You know, At halftime, you know, guys were asking, like, did you guys make any major adjustments or anything like that? I was like, not really. We didn't really change the game plan. didn't add any new calls or anything like that. We just said, hey, we've got to execute. We've got to be on our assignment and, and do what's asked and, Execute the call basically and not have guys out of our gap. I think that's what hurt us and uh, just execute the call more than anything and just play hard and play discipline uh, football. We did that and we were able to do you know hold them to what 27 yards in the second half and that was huge.
3: Yeah, that was huge. <laughs> See how this works on the Kingdom <laughs> show. Hey when you play defense like this I know it's your rookie year. It's your rookie show. Coach Cullen told me if he gets the hammer he's got to do it right. Okay. So here you go. When you shut people down like that, Travis Etienne and King Henry, and you do that for a quarter and a half, that's a way to put the hammer down. Yeah, and he pounded the table. That's what we're talking about. The table's still good, though. Russ, it's still good. We got insurance on the table. Check the deductible. Anyway, that's what happens when you get a defensive uh, end uh, that's getting after it. And now... Uh, these division games you've kind of got a taste of these and now we get ready for Sunday night football again by the way how's it been for you to we for the first five games of the year there was five different start times on three different days now we're (laughs) going back to Sunday night football again what was that like for you in a rookie season to go when are we playing and what day is this yeah it's a lot
6: (laughs) you know adjusting from college you know Purdue we had some noon games and some night games but not, not much in between you know and Really going in between the time zones has been very different. You know, we started out playing in Arizona. That's a big time change and all that stuff. Uh, it's just part of the journey, man, and
3: I love it. And when it's a Thursday night game, that cha- like Tuesdays or Mondays, or have you ever tried to figure out and yeah, wake that, up, what day is this?
6: Yes, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. You know, I just usually go, all right, the game's a couple days away. This is what I got to do today. I don't really go by the days, you know, get messed up a lot of the time and stuff. Uh but, you know, that, that first game, you know, transitioning from a Sunday night or Sunday afternoon game to, uh, to a Thursday game, that was challenging, you know, especially, you know, going from your first game, quick turnover to the second
3: game. That was, that was a lot. Yeah, we haven't eased George into this. We just, like, put him right into the cauldron, right, let him, let him rip it. I got a feeling that's the way you like it. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fascinating young man. We're going to get in now to the uh, – uh, after the break we'll get more into it. But you have to understand – he is from Athens, Greece, right? Not Athens, Georgia, not Greece, the movie. Uh, actually, Athens, Greece, Greek. We have Armenians here tonight, um, but so Greek, growing up in Athens, Greece. Yeah. What was this like? Uh, you know, I moved to, to Indiana
6: when I was 13, and Indiana, I, th- I think, is pretty similar to, to the Kansas City area uh so a lot, a lot a lot different than that you know that, that's an understatement but uh you know i grew up in a big city about six million people uh, the weather's a lot better i like the food better you know not the bar they don't have barbecue like this there but um you know just just a whole different culture upbringing like the school the language everything like that was a lot different growing up and that presented challenges when i moved over here um So I I love my upbringing and, you know, my parents did a great job,
3: I think. So, yeah, I think the parents did a great job. (laughs) Yeah. But did you I mean, were you speaking English right away? Because your mom was from Indiana. We're going to get into this. She went to Purdue. Your dad ended up going to Purdue. Yeah, that's how they met. All right. did your mom say no you're going to speak English or are you going to did you learn Greek and English all well, the way? Well,
6: let's say how it went. So I didn't sp- start speaking until I was 2 years old because and I was the first I was the first child and You're the oldest child. I'm the oldest of, child of 4. Of four. Yep. Um and you know my they read they went to a doctor like or not a doctor like a specialist and uh they're like we are bilingual, you know, both of us and they're like, well, the one parent that's Greek, my dad, will only speak Greek and the one parent that's Speak, speaking English will only speak in English so my mom was only speaking English my dad was only speaking Greek and that was you know that, that's just how it was so for me when I was really really young my parents said that uh, it was really challenging for me learning how to speak but I'm fluent in both languages so it turned out pretty good. Wow <laughs> so okay
3: what's put the hammer down in Greek uh, <laughs> does it <laughs> translate? Not, not very well okay <laughs> alright I was going to say because it doesn't in German either. We've done that too. Schlag to Hamanita. And we're going to know that for next year when we go to Germany. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's close. But what would be something equivalent in Greek of like, all right, let's get this done and pound these guys? Um, a
6: lot of times you just say, let's go, which would be Pame. The, what is it? Pame. Pame. Yeah, that's just like, let's go. Like, you know, that, that's a simple, simple way to say it. I think you can pronounce it pretty easily, you know. Maybe,
3: I think. Yeah, yeah you did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. So we're all going to do it together before we go to break. With this, we got over 100 people in here going crazy tonight. Everybody (laughs) ready to learn Greek tonight? Okay. You'll be able to go to seminary. Uh, You'll have the Greek down. Just got to get the Hebrew down. All right. So here we go. Say it again. Bama. Bama. All right. Here we go. On three. One, two, three. Bama. All right. That's it. Chargers are shaking in their boots with that. All right. We're going to come back. We're going to get more into this fascinating young man. George Karloftis with tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Back with more from number 56 after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network.
1: Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show. Presented by Bad Boy Mowers.
3: 14 to nothing. First and 10 at the Jacksonville 13-yard line. McKinnon halfback left. Sprints to the near flat. Mahomes will fire for the end zone. Caught. Near side. Touchdown. Kansas City No. Patrick Mahomes with more touchdown passes than any quarterback in national football history in his first 75 games on a 12-yard strike at 46 seconds to go, second quarter. Welcome back, everybody. Chiefs Kingdom show tonight at 95th in Antioch. Yes, Patrick Mahomes now more touchdown passes in his first 75 games than any quarterback in National Football League history, and he's done it in 72 games. He's also closing in on the biggest record, which is winning as quarterback in the first 75 games. We've got to get it done. Welcome back to the show. With us tonight, our special guest, our rookie defensive end from Purdue University, George Karloftis with us tonight. Fascinating guy because we talked about you spending your first 13 years of your life in the country of Greece. You also played water polo, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know if anybody's ever tried it. You don't get to touch, right? It's not no, like you No, no, you have to tread water the whole time. The whole time. How do you tread water the whole time? I mean, you train for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy. I mean, don't you just like, you guys have to have lungs of... Yeah, it's tough. It's a very difficult sport. Um...
6: You just get used to it just like anything you know just like people run cross country i probably couldn't run 10 15 miles so they do it you know they, they're used to it you know they they practice for it and that's
3: kind of how it is with treading water so are there positions like your forward your midfielder your defender
6: yeah basically so there's there's two guys on the outside and then two guys
3: in the middle and then the goalies um then i was a goalie so wow so you're just treading water the whole time and here they come, and then they're firing that thing at you at about 100 miles an hour, Yeah. right? That had to be, that had to get you ready for the NFL.
6: Yeah, I mean, that, that, that helps with hand-eye coordination, and uh, for me, my, my leg strength, you know, that, that helped with that, I guess.
3: <laughs> when is the last time you played water polo?
6: Uh,
3: right before I moved to the States when I was uh, maybe 13. Okay, so this is middle school. Uh, if you had to pick a Chiefs water polo team, we're going to get in the pool tonight and take on the Chargers. How many are there on a team? There's, uh, there's seven. seven. Seven, okay. On a, so like you've got to pick a water polo team from the Chiefs. Who would you pick?
6: Uh, Chris Jones for sure. Oh, yeah, we've got to have Chris <laughs> Jones out
3: there. Yeah, Chris, go get him, buddy. He's out there treading water for seven hours. I'd pick,
6: I'd pick a lot of the defensive linemen. I'd pick Carlos, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Carlos, yeah. absolutely. Um,
3: He'd be unstoppable.
6: Yeah, he would. I'd probably pick uh, Trav, Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. I
3: could see that for sure. You
6: want a couple fast guys on the, on the edges? Um, you know, so maybe a Trent McDuffie. Yeah. Or, or a Willie Gay. Those guys are pretty fast and quick. And uh, I'd probably pick myself for a goalie since, since I've done it
3: before. Well, you'd be <laughs> team captain and coach because nobody else knows how to play. So that's good. There's our Chiefs water polo team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to win the division in that, too. Uh, and go to the Super Bowl of water polo. You also were in track. Yep. You were a shot putter, right? Or did yep. you throw disc and shot and all disc that? Disc and
6: shot I was better at shot put, though.
3: Uh, did you do it at Purdue?
6: I, I was going to, but then I, I, I liked football too much. I
3: was going to say, it never works. Like, it always sounds good, but then it's spring football. Like, right, football exactly. football coach going, you ain't going to go throw the shot. Correct. Uh, I got to ask you, though, because I know this has not been easy uh, for George, uh, because you lost your daddy. Yeah we talked about him he was an engineer came to the states uh went to Purdue and met your wife my mom I'll oh, <laughs> you your mom my bad uh but at 13 years old you lost him yeah he was just 44 years old That's right You're the oldest of the four Yeah Okay not easy um and your mom must be a rock. What was that like? Because that brought you back to the States, right?
6: Yeah, you know, that, that changed my life. You know, just, it was unexpected, first of all. He died of cardiac arrest, you know. So that's that, that, that was that was the single single most challenging thing that I've been through in my life, you know, just losing him and, you know, coming to the, real, the realization really quickly that I'm going to have to step up. You know, I'm, I'm the man of the house now. Um, and under Greek law, I am, by the way. That, that's kind of how it works. So I was lega- Seriously, legally. That was not
3: you just saying that. Legally, the man of the house. Um, wow.
6: Uh, so, you know, I had to step up. You know, I had three younger siblings, and I found the news out right after my mom did. Um, and I, we had to break it to them, too. You know, so that was also really challenging. And, you know, having to step up, be the man, and, you know, be strong for, for the rest of my family. So that was really challenging for me.
3: But you had to have help getting you through that. Yeah.
6: I, I grew up really fast, too. You know, my. My family really helped out, and, uh, you know, a few short months later, we decided to, to move to the States. You know, my, that's where my mom's from, her family's from. And, you know, it probably gave us a better better opportunity just in life in general with schools and, you know, Greece wasn't in the best uh, condition financially and all that stuff. So I was probably for the best anyways.
3: How much was your faith a part of that? Because I know it's a very lot. real to you.
6: A lot. You know, I'm, I'm Greek Orthodox, and I'm proud of it, um, you know, just – Knowing that everything happens for a reason, you know, that was, that, that was really what it was, you know, uh, l- looking, looking, looking to him and, and just seeing, you know, what, what, could, what could happen, you know, what, what, what's the right thing and what, what I could do, you know, just not, not too much I could, I could do, you know. It was, it was a lot for me and, you know, my faith really helped me uh, get through it and my family too.
3: And how's your mom doing now?
6: mom's well, good. My Did she,
3: she come to games? She Was she there yesterday? She's been, she's been to a couple. No, she, she
6: didn't. She came to Arizona and she's came to L.A. and uh, she went to the Bills game, too.
3: And how's your siblings? How are your siblings doing?
6: They're good. Uh, my brother's a sophomore now at Purdue. He plays football. Uh, my sister's a senior in high school. And my youngest brother's a freshman on the football team at West Lafayette High
3: School. So all still there in West Lafayette? Yeah, yeah. All right. I know you have a neat girlfriend. So you're on the track team. Throwing the shot. You must have not been – well, then they said no track. you got to play football. But somehow you stayed interested in Purdue track, it seems like.
6: Well, we met in high school. Oh,
3: so it's all the way back to high
6: school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this your
3: prom day? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two times. Two Two times. times, Both times. times. Nice. See how this works. So uh, she's okay with the Greek culture and all that? Oh, yeah. I mean, who isn't, right? (laughs) Best Greek food you could get in the States. Because people try, right? There's like places, but I mean, is it like real? Or are you going like, this is for real? This is good some, stuff. Some
6: places have legit stuff. Uh, just just kind of depends. Um, Sakanaki is probably one that people can't really mess up. It's like a, like a, a cheese It's like fried, and there's a bunch of lemon oil and stuff on it. It's like basically deep fried
3: cheese. I mean, you can't really mess so, that up. So, so the geeks could make it. What's it called? Saganaki. 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 So, okay. So I'm, I'm screwing that up, I know. But anyway, that sounds good. Delicious. Let's, let's have it. Um, anyway, we're going to let you go tonight. It's been our blessing to have you here. But you can see how amazing this young man is, right? And what he had to go through uh, and what he brings to us. He brings a lot more than tip passes and sacks and making tackles. He brings uh, one of the most mature, a uh, young man I've been around in my 29 years in National Football League, emotionally and mentally and physically, obviously. But this is a special, special young man you got to be with tonight and you're listening to. Ladies and gentlemen, let's let him go get ready to beat the Chargers. What was the Greek word for put the hammer down? We are we didn't say put the hammer down. Oh, no, no, le- like le- the, let's go. We let's just go. go. Which is? bombman.: Bombman. Got it? On three. One, two, three. Bombing. All right, let's go do it. Thanks so much, my friend. Thanks, Mitch. What a terrific career. George Karloftis, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome, buddy. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here tonight. All right, we come back. We're going to wrap things up tonight in this edition of the Chiefs Kingdom after this year listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.
1: Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers.
3: Second down. Goal to go at the six. Chiefs are spread. Three wide left and a triangle. Two to the right. Now Mahomes fires. Kelsey. Quick touchdown. Kansas City. A fourth touchdown pass by Patrick Mahomes. This time to Kelsey. His buddy for seven yards. Sweet nectar through the end zone. And the Chiefs lead 26 to 10. We are back. With our sellout crowd tonight at 95th and Antioch and getting ready for sunday night football against the chargers how amazing is george karlathis wow at the age of 13 years old greek law after his father had passed uh, from cardiac arrest he was speaking at a conference in another country his dad was an engineer studied at purdue and passed away suddenly from a heart attack and all of a sudden at 13 years old george um, had to be by greek law i didn't know that till tonight had to be the head of the household and then they eventually moved back to the States. Uh, But what an amazing young man. And hopefully you just get a feeling of how great our roster is, not just guys that can play football, but there's some depth to these guys. So I appreciate George for coming out tonight. Now, who wants to go to the big game in February? Anybody? Yeah. Okay, I'll see if I can figure this out. When you swipe your hy Fuel Saver Plus Perks card, you're automatically entered to win great perks. From now until December 31st, you'll be entered to win a trip for two to the big game in February. I'm thinking we're going to play in that game. Okay, yeah, heck yeah. No purchase necessary. Void word prohibited. See store for complete details. I also need to give a shout-out tonight. Uh, these shows aren't necessarily easy to put together, uh, and again, a huge shout-out, huge shout-out to our, uh, all of our listeners tonight on our network, to our special uh, folks that have joined us by different uh, ways in South Dakota tonight, also in Arizona and Maine. But this doesn't happen if you don't have the folks uh, on, behind the curtains basically putting on the show. Nick Price is our master control operator uh, who does an amazing job. And then with us on site is the one and the only Shotgun Jackson. Didn't you know a lot of you here have had children? I have children right now, but you were trying to name your child. And his mom and dad were going through the book, right? You got, it could be Bobby or Sammy or Tommy or Joey, and they go, you know what? Let's go with Shotgun. Uh, And that year, actually, was one of the more popular names chosen uh, of all the kids (laughs) chosen throughout the world. I mean, I... I don't know. He's the first person I know named Shotgun, but it's kind of cool. Shotgun Jackson uh, is our on-site producer, so you can get to know him as well. All right. This game coming up is huge. We went through the checklist to uh, start the show. If we can beat the Chargers, we'll have a three-game lead and with four essentially with a tiebreaker over the bolts with seven games to go. And your Chiefs on this day of 14 November – are the number one team right now in the AFC. This is all in front of us, ladies and gentlemen. It is in front of us. We have destiny again, and it's time for the Chiefs to put the hammer down because the hammer is in our hand. It is up to us to take care of business. Thanks for coming out tonight. Next week, we will be in Blue Springs with our Chiefs' Kingdom show. Thanks for joining us tonight here at 95th and Antioch on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network.
0: You've been listening to the Chiefs' Kingdom show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs' Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by hy V, the world's best tailgating begins at High V, proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs Football.
2: Hey, this is Chief Sideline Reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danan Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Green Bigger.